Welcome to the UK Travel Planning Podcast. Your host is the founder of the UK Travel Planning website, Tracy Collins. In this podcast, Tracy shares destination guides, travel tips, and itinerary ideas, as well as interviews with a variety of guests who share their knowledge and experience of UK travel to help you plan your perfect UK vacation. Join us as we explore the UK from cosmopolitan cities to quaint villages, from historic castles to beautiful islands, and from the picturesque countryside to seaside towns. Hi, and welcome to the UK Travel Planning Podcast. Are you planning a trip to the UK and considering driving for part of your vacation? Perhaps you listened to our previous podcast about driving the North Coast 500 in Scotland and now dream of taking a road trip of your own around the UK. However, are you feeling stressed or nervous at the thought of driving in an unfamiliar environment and on the opposite side of the road from what you are used to? We know this is a huge source of anxiety for many considering driving in the UK and is often raised in emails and in our UK Travel Planet Facebook community. Well, this is the podcast episode for you. Today, I'm joined by John Cortez, founder of Tripiamo, which aims to help North Americans understand how to get around safely, no matter where in the world you are, including what you need to know to stay safe if you're planning to drive in the UK. After listening to this podcast, you will know how Tripiamo's guides can prepare you for your trip and help allay your fears and stresses about driving in the UK. So, John, it's great to have you on the UK Travel Planning Podcast today. Um, would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself and also about Tripiamo and what made you start the company? Yeah, well, firstly, Tracy, thank you so much for having me here. It's really a pleasure to be here. So my name is John Cortese. I started Tripiamo, which really is a business that I, I started really to help people adventure safely and travel confidently no matter where they are in the world. So what we do is we create virtual online guides to teach people how to drive in a foreign country and how to get around with other transit modes like motorbikes, bicycles, and public transit, but really giving you a simplified and quality understanding of the differences in getting around in another country and really what you need to know to stay safe before you arrive, whether it's for vacation or if you're visiting family studying or for business. But our guides come in with kind of a few things and they they come with them to ensure that you're confident and know what you need to know before you hit the road. So kind of as a part of the Tripiama, we provide first a series of short micro videos that cover topics from unique road rules to driving etiquette to explanation of road signs and speeding restrictions and how and where to park, rental car tips and everything else you can imagine you might need to know. Um, but what really makes us unique is that we provide an actual 360-degree experience that that actually allows you to experience what it's like to drive or getting around or get around in another country before you actually get there. So this way, you know really exactly what to expect or how to maneuver, whether you're getting on a bike in the city of Edinburgh, if you're driving on the English countryside, or um, just even walking across the streets of London. So we also then provide a set of handy materials and top tips while you're on the go. But really, all of this is backed by our team's kind of extensive travel experiences, our our research with reliable sources, um, such as looking and, and reading in the details of every driving manual in each country, uh, interviewing locals, expats, visitors, and everything they've experienced in between. So um, we really, our goal here with Tripiamo is to make sure that you can get around like a local 
no matter where you are in the world. And that sounds, I mean, that's absolutely perfect. I know um, uh, in our Facebook group and often by email, I do get a lot of um, questions and concerns and worries raised, um, particularly about driving on the left in the UK, because obviously it's the opposite side to uh, North America. Um, so while it's not so much of a worry, I guess, for North Americans heading to mainland Europe, because the majority of mainland Europe do drive on the right hand side. I have to think them myself. Um, but obviously, there are places like Republic of Ireland, Cyprus, and Malta also drive on the left, as well as there are, as I say, seventy two countries around the mm-hmm. world that actually drive on the left. So you know, it's it's uh, worth considering that. So I know it is a kind of form. It's, it's a stress for people, um, and quite often. Uh, there'll be a discount. I'm not going to, I'm not going to drive. I won't drive in the UK because it, it really worries me. So I know when we're talking before, you've talked about the different modes of transport that your guides cover. So, um, I know driving is something particularly that our listeners may want to know a little bit more in detail about kind of how you will help them and how you kind of will allay the stress and worries and anxieties that they have through, you know, if they access the guides through Tripriamo. Yeah. That's really a great question. And when you boil it down, travelers really are concerned about just negative outcomes of driving um, wherever, whether it's on the opposite side of the road, whether it's still on the same side. It's just knowing what to do when you get to that particular country and the things that are different. But to kind of talk about that opposite side of the, dro- uh, the road driving, I also want to address this point by by talking a little bit about just driving internationally in general. because. There are kind of several things to think about when you're driving in any international country, and it should be good. You should be able to. Um, most people that do it get along fine, and they're completely fine. But there are certain concerns that people have, such as personal or family injury. I know that you know getting around is generally deemed safe, but you know road-related accidents can be a leading cause of of issues for Americans and and others traveling internationally. People are concerned about tickets, right? Foreigners can be uh, can can get tickets and and then just any vehicle rental damage, but but really a lot of these things can be addressed with just understanding the basics of of what's going on. Um, and I'm going to get to that in a second. But but as it particularly relates to driving on the opposite side of the road, what Tripiamo has is a few things to really help. So first, we provide those micro videos, like I mentioned, and we cover really all of the main situations and topics travelers used to driving on the opposite side of the road get confused by while they're driving across the UK. So yeah. we'll, we'll give you an understanding of what to expect from every aspect of your journey from something as simple as picking up your car at the rental agency and what's different there, getting in the car, yeah. knowing what general functionality is is placed and where it is, such as the steering wheel being on the right-hand side of the car, or where's the gas pedal? Yeah. Um, where's the acceleration? Um, to what are the different driving situations that you may be confused by that as we've interviewed dozens and dozens of people of what's different, right? And, and making sure that we yeah. cover those things. And I think I think one uh, one so just just to kind of check there, Joel, I know one of the the biggest issues, and also even for Australians going to the UK to drive, and the same for Americans, is that we drive in Australia. We drive automatics more than uh, a stick shift, and I know that that in North America is the same. When I used to li- I used to live in Canada, and again ha- had an automatic, but in the UK, it's that is still it costs you more to rent an automatic to start off with, but actually it's more unusual. So um, to actually get an automatic will cost you more. Um, and you do have to get in and get that rental quite early on because there Correct. is a higher demand, especially from people from Australia and North America who want prefer to have 
an automatic rather than the stick shift. Absolutely. And, and that's also our recommendation as well. Although if you have experience driving stick, please, by all means, go ahead if you feel comfortable. But especially if you're not even used to those roads and the road signs in the UK, but let alone driving on the opposite side, you want to make sure that yeah. you're paying attention to what's in front of you, not necessarily like looking at your GPS um, or also thinking about how you should be driving a stick shift. So yeah. I do want to address, Tracy, just a couple of other things too about your question around what Tripiamo does to help kind of calm you, right? Because we know that a lot of those things can be mitigated um, just with that practice. So we, yeah. in addition to those micro videos, we give um, you actually, like I said, real life 360 driving footage with instructional guidance for all of the different situations you may encounter while you're in the UK, such as going through roundabouts, small roundabouts, multi-lane yeah. roundabouts. That's something that, yes. that really concerns people. Um, driving in rural areas, urban. Yep suburban areas on highways, really going through any types of intersections that are not even roundabouts, but just, let's say, multi-lane intersections. That's something that's very challenging yeah. for people that are driving on the opposite side of the road. Um, but, yeah. but travelers are much more prepared for their, their excursions when they're using our guides. But I want to use an analogy here, too, just to kind of give you an idea. So let's say you're in a calculus math class, and maybe you're in high school or um, and you're about to take your midterm or final, and you've never opened the calculus textbook. That's what it could be like driving internationally. And and even saying this, you probably have the knowledge and the prerequisites to take that calculus class because you've completed your algebra class, your geometry class, and you know the basics of math, just like you got your license in your home country. But mm -hmm. if you don't know the principles of calculus or driving in that particular country, if you haven't looked at the textbook or done some examples... Um, you could be going into that test blind. And, and sometimes when you can go in that test blind, something can go wrong. But again, what we're providing is that simple, simplified guide so that you, you don't have to necessarily read the textbook, but you can get it in a really short time, be confident and make sure that driving or cycling or getting around in general isn't a worry you have to think about while you're traveling abroad. Yeah, no, that's great. And um, so um, I know we talked about things like roundabout and roundabouts and speeding, tolls, uh, you cover rules and um, parking, because parking is an issue. I know when I've said to quite often people that expect in the UK that you will have to pay for parking. Um, and, and I know you cover things like congestion zone, uh, zones. Um, and I always recommend to people not to drive in London anyway. Mm -hmm. So hopefully you wouldn't having to deal with that if you were in going to be visiting London and obviously things like fuel stations um, and the different types of petrol and uh, you know I've had I've actually had friends who who've traveled to the UK before and had a rental car and um, it was a diesel and they put petrol on a diesel car and I've, I've heard of that happening before Great as well direction. it's just being conscious of those things and I think you know when you're on holiday you, well you know you get into that holiday mode um, and then sometimes those things you, you forget mm -hmm. you forget actually i'm back into oh i'll just put the the petrol in the car oh oops i've put the wrong sort in and that's a very expensive mistake that you can make um you know so it's it's those sort of things that that your tutorial videos cover as well which i think is is really helpful and again something for for our listeners to get the guides and prepare themselves before they actually go to the uk so that they have that equipped with that knowledge 
um, to reduce their stress levels and haven't raised that, those levels of awareness. Um, and I, I know I can think about when I, I moved to France in 1989, so it's a long time ago now, um, and actually was driving, obviously I, I used to drive on the left and then was driving on the right. And so the one time I actually did have an accident because I looked the wrong way, basic mistake. Mm-hmm. First day in the car, first day in the car, looked the wrong way. So luckily it wasn't a serious accident. It was just a bit of a uh, side impact but it was enough to shake me up for a while about oh you know um so something like this would have been fantastic so i guess i'm going to ask about the moment your guides cover the uk but are they going to cover other places because i think that also might be of interest yes and that's a great question we are um expanding as we speak into several other countries um particularly for now in in western europe and we hope to have most of those ready before the summer travel season starts so be on the lookout yeah that's brilliant that's that's great that you're going to offer you know have a bit more going to offer from from the uk out because i know some people will travel to the uk spend a bit of time in the uk perhaps maybe get the train over to france mm-hmm. and then go and want to hire a car in france or start off in france and you know doing a road trip in europe is is it's exciting but again if you're actually going to spend some time say in france or italy and you're going to drive then you go to the uk again you're going to you're going to still have that same issue that you're going to be on the other side of the road. But also, even in places, you know, France and Italy have different, they're going to have different rules and regulations really? to what you used to, um, you know. And I had that one uh, because I lived in Canada. Sounds like I've lived everywhere, don't I? But I lived in Canada and I'd been living in France, actually moved to Canada. And then from a rural setting uh, in France to a big, I lived in, I moved to Toronto. So then getting used to the different rules in Canada was something that was all yeah. brand new to me. But having that kind of, it would, something like this would have been amazing would have been absolutely fantastic. It would certainly have helped me, made me um, feel less stressed and far more prepared about driving when I went. So I think that's that's brilliant. So if obviously I'm going to put links in the show notes to Trippy Armo. So um, anybody listening can be able to, to go over to your website and they can um, purchase some of your guides. So would you like to just say, like, once they've purchased this, how long do they have access to the guide? Is it is it kind of is it downloadable? How do they access them? Yeah, so um, we created it pretty simple. Um, basically, you go on our website, you purchase a guide, and they're available for a full year. Um, you log into our our Tripiamo portal, where you're going to be able to access whether you're at the airport and you're in your home before you arrive. If you're at the hotel, even um, in that country, you can access all of the guides. And then we also provide um, kind of a downloadable PDF, too, that you can bring as like just in case reference. Let's say you're driving and you're like, what does that road sign mean? And I don't really remember from the videos like you can have that for reference, too. But um, available on desktop, phone, tablet anything you name as long as you got internet connection perfect that sounds that sounds excellent and i know there's a money back guarantee as well Correct. that you've got with that I did absolutely yeah so that's fantastic though i'm sure people won't need it because <laughs> um you're really offering a, a fantastic product and seeing you know there's definitely a, a need for this because as i say it's it's a common question that we get asked in our facebook group and emails quite often is that stress and anxiety and how do we prepare to drive in the UK because at the moment we're, we're just, we want to do it. We really want to do a road trip, but we're just a bit nervous about, you know, what are we going to encounter? We've heard about all these roundabouts. We're going to be on a different side of the road than one we're used to. So it's kind of all those questions. And as you say, it's, um you know, when you first pick up your hire car is actually remembering which side of the car to get into if you're going to be driving it. <laughs> it's those kind of basics as well. Or even if you're getting into a taxi too, it's, even if you're not driving, right? Yes. Knowing which side, right? If you're going in the front of the car. Yeah, and I know you you talk about with you know modes of transport as well as walking and I'm given advice about if you are you know um 
walking around London. And I know actually somebody commented the other day that's in London about the fact that they've got signs on the pavement um, before you cross the road to remind you which way to look, because that is such a common problem. If you're used to driving on a different side, you will look the opposite direction. And it's just instinct. You don't even think about it. You will just do that because that's what you're used to. So there's those, those reminders about making sure that you're, yeah. you know, you're really aware of where you are and, and, you know, getting around, whether it's walking or whether you're going to take a motorbike or a bicycle or you're going to, uh, you know, hire a car. One of those, and on that point, Tracy, that I'd like to say too, just about the walking, this is one of those pieces of advice I give anyone that's going to the UK. Look, even if there are signs on the street that say, look left, look right. Yeah. I always say, look both ways before yes. before you get into the street because so so many people are used to just kind of even taking a step into the street and looking yeah. and don't realize they're looking the wrong way and not all intersections in the UK or mostly in the tourist areas and and central london yeah. and and other areas you're going to see look left and right but not all intersections will have it so that's why no, you also absolutely. have to really say before you get into the the street i really recommend that yeah Absolutely. And I know when, when in the 1970s, when I was doing, we, we did the green cross code when I was at school and it was, you know, you look left, you look right, you look left again. That, that was drilled into us that that was you look left, you look right, and then you look left again yeah. before you even consider. And you do that before you, as you say, step out into the road. And you can use it at the crossings as well. I would I would suggest that you do use the crossings and um, not jaywalking, um, certainly not jaywalking. And also in places like London as well, you've got to be conscious of the fact that there's motorbikes, there's yeah. buses, there's bicycles, very fast bicycles sometimes that can go <laughs> very, yeah. very fast past you. And if you're not, if you don't have your wits about you, you could get knocked over. So again, it's that it's, you know, being really, there's a lot to think about, isn't there? There's a lot to, you're looking at everything, you're enjoying it, but you also have to be conscious of those things. But yeah, and on that point too, Tracy, I would say, yes, there's definitely a lot to look at, but it's also, it's very much just like driving anywhere or walking anywhere. You have to be surrounded, you have to be ready, but it's just knowing those differences and just making sure you understand them so that you're prepared and ready to go. And then you're going to have the time of your life, hopefully. Okay, there's always one question I ask at the end to our guests on the UK Travel Planning Podcast, John. So you're no exception. You're going to get asked today that question. What is your number one tip for anyone visiting the UK for the first time? Oh, well, I think the looking before you get into the street would be my number one for anyone, right? Regardless of which mode of transit you're taking and however you're going to enjoy your trip. But since this is really kind of a a focus right now on driving, I think I'm going to give one particularly around driving. So this is for especially folks that are used to driving on the opposite side of the road from what is in the UK. When it comes to two-way intersections, whether it's single, uh, it's a two-way intersection you're approaching, whether you're coming from a one-way or a two-way Make sure you take large right-hand turns and short left-hand turns. It's going to be kind of hard to ex- yes, understand, yes. but actually when you're there, you're going to be like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Just on that note for the Americans out there, no concept of right on red. Can't do that in the UK. Uh, yes. And a lot of that's because you're making large right-hand turns. So just keep that in mind. Um, but that would be my one piece of advice at a high level for those driving in the uk that's a good point that that caught me out in canada i have to tell you the the red light thing (laughs) (laughs) that that was the first thing i learned i think um no that's brilliant john so thanks so much for coming on today as i said i'll put links in the show notes to um tripiamo so people can pop over there and um buy your products because they're excellent Uh, guides are really worth it 
definitely for anybody planning to to pop over to the UK and do um, while driving or visiting London. As I say, you've covered quite a few different ways of getting around, so that's brilliant. Um, so, yes, thanks very much for being a guest on the show. Oh, thank you, Tracy. Thanks again to John for being today's guest on the podcast. You can find links to Tripiamo in today's show notes at uktravelplanning.com forward slash episode 12. We have other podcast episodes which you may enjoy too, including episode 11, which looks at the various ways to get around the UK, and episode 3, which is an introduction to UK train travel. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a review and subscribe on your favourite podcast app. You can support our work with the top tip your guide button, which is located on the our UK Travel Planning website. That All that leaves me to say is thank you for listening. Bye for now and happy UK Travel Planning.